Hello, my name's Kimberly, and I'm perhaps what you would call a modern day Feng Shui consultant. I can help you turn your home into the most supportive, calm, and peaceful space you can imagine. I'm here to guide and show you how to work with your home to unlock its power and magic. And in that, I'm committed to sharing the secret of this magical practice in a way that everyone can use. As you know by now, Feng Shui has absolutely transformed my life for the better and what an amazing job that I have helping women all around the world create calm and peaceful homes. Most of the time my clients come to me because their home is filled with bickering and arguing or the health of those living in the home may have changed over the last few years or the wealth of the home may be an issue. If this is you, if this resonates with you, please visit my website, thefengshuiflow.com. Click on the work with me tab and you'll see the three different options that I have available. So much love, Kimberly. Hello and welcome back to the Feng Shui Flow podcast. I just love recording these. I really do. I feel that I get to spread the magic and joy of Feng Shui around the world through this podcast. And for that, I am so grateful. I feel, you know, my views on Feng Shui are probably slightly more relaxed than those that you may find elsewhere on the, on the web or on, you know, and books and things like that. But I was talking to somebody this week and I think my theory is that, you know, you could follow a nutrition plan and a diet plan 100% and you would get the results that you absolutely wanted, but it would be really hard work and there's perhaps no life behind that. And that's where I am with Feng Shui. You know, you could follow a more rigid practice if you wanted to, but for me, your home is still your home and it's your sanctuary and it's where you relax and you have things that you know, perhaps aren't wonderful feng shui. You know, in our house, we have fans, we have spotlights, our bed is under a window. You know, <laughs> There's a TV in our bedroom. We bought a house fully furnished. I'm not about to go out and spend thousands and thousands of dollars redecorating our home. But what I am prepared to do is work with what I've got. And that is where I sit. I, you know, as I say, you could do it more strict and get amazing, amazing results. But I find that what I do is enough. It's enough to make a change in your life. And I heard something last week and I'm going to post it on my Instagram today. So you may have seen me post this, but if you want things to change, you have to change things. And that's what Feng Shui was for me. I changed a few things. I invested in a home analysis. I, yes, I did put some crazy things into my home in terms of metal that was completely hidden, but I just changed a few things and everything changed and it changed for the better. And here I am, what is it now? Gosh, two years later in Australia, doing this for a living, helping people all around the world. So I just think that's my message for today. If you want to change things, you have to change things. So there's some things that I've been um, planning for 2024 and I can tell you a little bit about them so far, but one of them is that I would love to hold events and I'm planning on coming back to the UK on holiday next year, sort of June, July time 
And I just thought what a wonderful time to perhaps put on a Feng Shui Flow event, like just a day filled of beautiful people, of learning ways that you can really help to transform your home to bring you all the joy and calm and peacefulness that you can imagine and just to spend the day with people that want to do the same and to be able to go to an event by yourself you know I quite often turn up to these events by myself especially since I've moved to Australia and I want you to feel super welcome you know we may even have a space for you know, people that have come by themselves. We may have an area where you can mingle with people that have also come by themselves and that we might start the day, you know, perhaps with a meditation or with breath work. And But it's built for people that have maybe never done a meditation before. We'll learn things that you can do in your home. We'll look at intention setting, all of these beautiful things. So this is what I'm planning in the background. And I can't wait to share more with you. I'm looking at venues I'm speaking with somebody who I was put in contact with that can help me put this together because obviously being a little, you know, just a few kilometres away from the UK at the minute, somebody's going to help me with that. And then the idea is that once I've done that, that I can then do that around the world and be able to hold them in Australia. I know that a lot of you are over in America as well. So, I mean, I have to like literally just, I actually just open my eyes. I do this whole podcast with my eyes closed, by the way. I don't know why, which scares me about doing an event because I might have to do the whole thing with my eyes closed. Um, but I stand here barefoot with my eyes closed and just speak from the heart, which I know makes me sound really crazy. Um, and also just to help crazy factors, I'm actually stood in my um, walk-in wardrobe at the minute because the acoustics in here seems to be better. So there you go. There's a lovely crazy vision for you. Um but yes, where even am I in this whole feng shui world that I can do this around the world and hold events? And then the next thing is that I want to be able to hold exclusive day visits so I can come to your home, spend the day with you, declutter it, have all the remedies delivered to your home so that they're there when I get there. And I can just come and sprinkle the feng shui flow around your home and leave as if nothing has been done apart from just clearing that energy just bringing calm and peace and just bringing that beautiful feeling just like when you're on holiday where the noise goes away in your home so that is what I am planning so if that's something that you're interested in or you'd like to know or just that you'd be interested in an event please let me know because I come up with these ideas and I have a feeling that this might be something that people will be interested in. So it would be great to have your feedback. So, wow, that was a big old chat before I get on to Christmas. Um, but so here we go, Christmas. I've been waiting for the time to post this because I think if I posted this in June, it might not be the right time to start talking about Christmas. And I feel before I start talking about Christmas, I almost need to put a caveat in place to say that I love Christmas. I am not the Christmas Grinch. I'm not the ghost of Christmas. I think it should be celebrated and it's a beautiful time of year. However, it can also be a really stressful time of year. And there are things that you can do from a feng shui point of view that will help to reduce some of that stress in your home over this festive period. Because, you know, let's face it, we have people over that perhaps we wouldn't normally invite into our homes. Energy levels are very high. 
edgy energy levels are also fairly high. We bring a lot of high energy toys, high energy, just anything that's quite high energy we're bringing into our home. A lot of clutter is coming in, a lot of energy that we're bringing into our home and perhaps we've just never thought of it in that sense. So what I'd like you to do is just before you start decorating, just take a check. And this goes the same with Halloween as well. I'm not a massive Halloween fan. I like it, but I also don't like, you know, why on earth would you put skeletons in your home? You know, it (laughs) it blows my mind. So if I started putting skeletons and witches in my home, I think it would be the the most anti-feng shui thing (laughs) that I could possibly do, apart from filling it with, you know, artificial plants from top to bottom. But there you go. So when, you know, when we are thinking of Christmas, just take a check as to where you are in your home at the moment. How does it feel? How are the colours in your home? Because this is a really, really important thing. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about are decorations and especially the colour of your decorations. So in Feng Shui, the red colours, so anything fiery, reds, hot pinks, burnt oranges, purples, burgundies, all of those sit within the fire energy category. And that fiery energy, you know, we do need that in our homes. Don't get me wrong. You need a bit of effervescence, but too much of it can really bring anxiety and stress and heightened emotions. And so if you're adding lots and lots of those colours into your home at Christmas, it could be adding to the levels of stress in your home. Now, if you've had your home analysed, you will know where your home needs fire and you will know that perhaps you can get away with a little bit of red decorations in certain areas of your home. But you'll also know where not to put those fiery decorations. So if your home's been analysed and you need metal where you normally put your Christmas tree, then I would go down the routes of decorating with metallics. So with silvers with golds with bronzes if you need water in that area I would go with blues and turquoises and things like that and the thing is it might not come under your normal decorative colour palette shall we say in the UK we were very much red and gold we lived in an old cottage and it just seemed to go with the home but what I did last year was I actually took away the red and just kept the gold. And do you know what? It felt so much calmer. So if you love the red and gold theme, I would just take away some of the red. Or if you go, do you know what, Kimberly? you'll take, <laughs> I'm not going to take any of this on board because I love red in my house. Put the red in, but just be aware that if tensions arise, then start to pull some of those red decorations down. Just, you know, put them in this sly little box behind the sofa. Again, it's something that people wouldn't even realise. My husband didn't realise. He said, where are all these red decorations? I was like, oh, I've put them around and some of them broke. So I just sort of went more gold. Um, So, you know, if you are looking to change everything, if you're looking back to last Christmas and you think, whoa, that was really heated, it just wasn't an enjoyable time, then I would go straight for those metals. Take away the um, the redness, the fireness. And the same goes for the watercolours. So the watercolours are anything from that Maldivian turquoise through to the dark sort of northern seas blacks. So I know sometimes people do a monochrome Christmas, it's very stylish. Um, 
But again, those blacks and blues can bring a lot of flow into the home, which again is good, but too much flow can mean that your money may not necessarily stay in your home. So if I was going to advise, if you've not had your home analysed, go with the metallics. But then also think about what colour wrapping paper you use. Because again, on Christmas Day, you know, all of that energy is there. So again, maybe stick to metallics, a bit of blues, you know, whites, golds, really just tone down. And if you close your eyes and think of a Christmas tree, you know, all in red, that tree's got a lot to say for itself. And again, with the decorations, they've got a lot under the presents, they've got a lot to stay, say for themselves. Whereas if you visualise them being in a cooler paper, a white, a gold, you know, you can even start to see that they just, they're not quite so edgy. And this is around your home as well. So what decorations do you have around your home? We do tend to go for red and I know it's a lovely Christmas colour. It feels beautiful, but just be wary around your home. And we love the Christmas candles and the Christmas scents. I think, you know, there's two things here. First of all, just try and avoid those candles in the centre of your home because the centre is where your health area is. And so burning a candle in the centre of your home, you're effectively burning off that energy. I don't mind candles in other areas of the home, but the centre is probably, you know, the most important. And with those candles, if you can, just try and stick to a soya-based candle and one that has a more natural fragrance to it, like an essential oil candle, something like that. Because again, what you're doing is you're bringing in something that's heavily sort of chemicaled in your home. And the idea of feng shui is you keep that energy good, you keep that flow of good positive energy. And by filling it with these artificial scents, then, you know, it can just tarnish that sort of fresh air, that fresh flow of energy. So something that you can do, and I saw this on Instagram, it's not something that I've done because it's very, um, I mean, it's very beautiful. I just don't think I've got the patience, but somebody used to, um, put a pan on their stove with cloves and oranges and um, cinnamon and star anise and they would just boil it and that scent would go around the home. I mean, what a nice idea is that? Maybe I'll try that this Christmas. But that's just another idea. If you want that scent, use those natural scents that you can have like the cinnamon sticks and the star anise and just pop those in your tree rather than using something artificial just keeping with that decoration theme. I'm sure you know by now that one of my no-nos are artificial plants and trees in the home because feng shui is about life and energy. And as soon as we're putting something artificial in, it's almost giving two fingers to life and energy going, do you know what? We can do this better. We don't die. We just, you know, stand here forever. But the idea is, is actually if they're not giving life, they're actually taking it away. So they're draining that energy. So when this comes to Christmas, this is a really tricky thing because quite often we have artificial Christmas trees and we have artificial wreaths and we have artificial, you know, bits and bobs around the home. And I have to say, I was devastated the other day because I was talking to somebody and they said in Australia that it's pretty much impossible to keep a live Christmas tree alive because of the heat in the summer. So we're going to have to go for an artificial one. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while and you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that that's quite a hard pill to swallow. (laughs) But as I said, I like Christmas. 
even I am going to have to, you know, give and take here, give and take. I'm not that so harsh that I'm like, no, Immy, you're not allowed a Christmas tree because it's fake. So we're going to have to go with a fake tree. But what I will say is just around the home, could you swap those artificial decorations for something else and it's the same on your front door so the old wreath on the front door we used to have one in the UK you know the front door is where your good energy comes in if it's going past an artificial decorative item maybe one that's holly maybe because the holly that's really spiky oh my goodness so we're going for a fake holly wreath that's like fake plants and holly that is spiky and maybe with red berries so it's got red on it like that's like the anti-feng shui trio of having it on your door so just have a think and I spoke to somebody somebody messaged me the other day they're in America obviously they do Halloween massively Halloween is full of scary things orange things red things um and dead things (laughs) god I sound like such a grump honestly um but what you could do and what I said to her is could you get a wreath made of lights like battery lights that you can turn on that light up so it looks lovely it looks welcoming and it's not dead death or spiky (laughs) oh dear maybe I need to stop now before I give any more Christmas tips I I tell you what let's move on to family um so with family coming over we obviously can't always turn down family members or friends that maybe are coming over who we find quite stressful. Normally, other members of the family, because we can choose our friends, we can't choose our family, and we have to invite them over. So, some things that you could add into your home are things like tourmaline. Tourmaline is a wonderful crystal for soaking up negative energy. I would also put a real plant on the table, for example. I would also put a nice candle on the table that will burn through any sort of negative energy. I would also think about the music that you have on in the background when you have people over, because if the thought of rocking around a Christmas tree makes you want to, you know, jump out of the back door and get in your car and don't come back... (laughs) then don't put rocking around the Christmas tree on. Put some other music on. Smooth Chill in the UK is a lovely radio station and I think you can get it all around the world if you put it on YouTube. Choose your music carefully. If it drives you mad, don't play it. I would also be wary of the colours that you wear as well and the colours if you have um, say in what your children wear maybe. That's also quite important because all of a sudden at Christmas, it's a bit like having Brussels sprouts. We're having them because it's Christmas. I'm going to wear a red jumper just because it's Christmas. Now, I don't wear red. And so when I put red on, I really feel it. Like I feel, first of all, that it's not really my colour. But secondly, there's a lot of energy associated with red. And again, it's coming back to that fiery colour. So choose your colours carefully as to what you're wearing. Like if you put your Christmas apron on, that's probably red as well. And just maybe tone things down like that, your Christmas pyjamas. Maybe they're not bright red. Maybe choose a different colour. You know, Christmas can also be greens. Green is a lovely earthy colour. 
and it's quite a sort of calming colour as well. So maybe go for greens rather than reds and just being aware of all the things that you have in your home that are that red fiery colour. I'm not saying that you need to get rid of absolutely everything that's red and that you know, all the charity shops are now going to be donated with and inundated with loads of red decorations all around the world that people are saying, no, I don't want this. But, you know, at the very least, go with what you normally do, but just see everything with a fresh set of eyes. And if tensions start to rise, just start to pull away from that red. So, For example, you know, do you have a red table runner on your table? Do you have red candle holders on your table? And if you're having members of family over that you don't necessarily like, maybe go for a gold rather than a red and just try and absorb some of that energy. Maybe, you know, stick a massive tourmaline crystal underneath that chair (laughs) so that it soaks up the energy, um, that's coming through and just watch this space in terms of crystals and things because when I moved to Australia I had to stop selling the crystals but I'm actually working on a very beautiful partnership at the minute which hopefully over the next few weeks um, will come to fruition and we'll be able to ship around the world which is so exciting so hopefully then you might be able to strap a massive tourmaline either to their back or or underneath their chair. So I think, yeah, the message is go with what you normally do if you want to and just pull back if you feel those tensions arise. Organise yourself now as well, like add bits to your shop so that it's not as stressful when it comes around. Play nice, calming music. Music for me is like my background to life. If I've got nice, calming music on in the background, it calms me. So just take a check, look at the colours around your house, look at how you decorate your house and just be open to maybe if you want things to change, then you have to change things. I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I'll see you next week. So much love as always. Merry Christmas, Kimberly. Kimberly.